Welcome to Sully Sets, musings on sales and life. I'm your host, Rick Sully, and I've spent the past 25 years in the greatest profession in the world, sales. And the number one goal on my podcast is to teach you everything I've learned. I give you the tips, tools, and techniques necessary to excel in sales, network marketing, and most importantly, in life. So listen, learn, and enjoy the journey. Hey, good morning, everybody. Rick Sully. It's Steelers Sunday, as you can see from my hat. It is uh, great to be with you. As promised, this is my third video in the week, which I made a promise to you, but also to myself that I would do that. So lucky you, I followed through on my promise. So it was about one year ago, I did my first live video, uh, thanks to my good friend, uh, mentor, uh, Bob Heilig. And I must say, it's been a wild and crazy ride. Uh, over the course of this year, I've done about 45 videos, and I've had some that were good, uh, some not so good. Uh, and as I look where I started to where I am now, the, the difference is very uh, stark, to say the least. Uh, and I've had a lot of positive comments, and but they've been dotted with a few negative ones, but very few. Thank you uh, for keeping the uh, mean comments to yourself. But, you know, the interesting part has been that the crickets, uh, you know, people out there who don't say anything, uh, people who I consider good friends that never even reference it or make a comment. And if they do, it's a snide comment. So, you know, that's the nature of the journey that I've chosen, and I realize that's going to happen along the way. So I don't think too much about it. I don't worry too much about it. And I hope that those of you who are thinking about doing live videos don't get discouraged by that potentially happening. Because as you know, when you're trying to kind of break away from the pack and, you know, make a, a name for yourself and blaze a new trail, you're going to have naysayers. So forget that. And, that, you know, this is a good segue because I look back to my first video I did, and for those of you who followed me along the way, it was about P. Uh, preparation, effort, and attitude, and learning to control the things you can control, which I defined as preparation, effort, and attitude. Everything else is out of your control. And that was the framework for everything I've done over the course of this entire year, and it will continue to be the framework as I move forward. But, you know, I, so I started out with that, and how do I end the year? You know, I know it's a cliche, but I think it's important to talk about resolutions. As I mentioned earlier, you're going to have people that are going to pull you down and hold you back. The same thing can be said of resolutions. You know, there's going to be people out there who say, oh, my God, that's silly. You're never going to be able to do that. Why would you even make that a resolution? You're setting yourself up to fail, whatever the case may be. Well, don't listen to them. All right? So I thought it was important to talk about resolutions because we all make them. In some form or fashion, we look at January 1st as a clean slate or a tabula rasa, as Immanuel Kant once said. Now, you didn't think you'd hear philosophy this morning. But, and this gives us a chance to start over. And resolutions are a great place to start. And these go back over 4,000 years to the Babylonians. And they believed that if you kept your promises over the course of the year, then the pagan gods would bestow favor on them in the coming year. So pretty good philosophy, but here we are 4,000 years ago. Do you think about how many resolutions have been made and broken over that time? But resolution comes from the, you know, the word resolve. And I love that word, resolve. I also love resolute. You know, even resolute is such a powerful word that the desk in the Oval Office where the president sits is called the Resolute Desk. And I want to thank Nicolas Cage for that because I got that from his movie. But anyway, uh, it, you know, resolve means a firm determination to do something. 
So I want you to keep that in mind as you're starting to put your resolutions together. Because 50% of them are abandoned within the first three months. And fewer than 20% of our resolutions are successful. So it begs the question, why do they fail? You know, and it's come down in my, my personal opinion as I look back over things that I've accomplished in life, um, you know, goals I've set for myself, resolutions I've set. The ones that have been the most successful is I had a very clear plan. I had a very positive approach, and my mindset was correct. So in my you know, thought process, it comes down to those three things, planning, approach, and mindset, more so than the actual execution. All right, so what I've done is I've just outlaid some steps for you to help you follow to get through your resolution successfully and look back at the end of 2018 and say, you know what, I'm a better person today than I was 365 days ago. Number one, be realistic. Don't set crazy, unattainable resolutions for yourself just because they sound good, because you're setting yourself up to fail. All right, so if you're, uh, you know, uh, somebody who has never run before in your life, your resolution is probably not going to be, I want to run a marathon by the end of 2018. Maybe it's more along the lines of, I want to do a 10K this year, because that is a goal that you can obtain, and that you're going to take little steps along the way to get there. Number one, excuse me, number two, change one behavior at a time. You can't do everything all at once. You know, resolutions, you know, they're, they're, generally we set more than one with four, five, six. I mean, who knows? It varies from person to person. But think about the daunting task of trying to change all those behaviors at once. It's impossible. And again, setting yourself up to fail. So make sure you're only trying to change one behavior at a time. Maybe it's, I would like to be more kind to my spouse or to my brother or sister or to, uh, you know, I'd like to have a better relationship with my boss, things like that. Now, if you want to do all three of those things, you can't possibly do them all at once. So you break them down and you take intermediate steps along the way and always start with the small steps. All right. The reference I made earlier, but I think about weight loss because I mean, I've read a lot about this. The number one resolution in the United States is to lose weight. So when you think about that, if you want to lose, let's just, let's make it easy. If you want to lose 24 pounds, why, why an odd number? Because it's easy for math. So bear with me. Uh, you, you know, you break it down and say, okay, it's 12 months in a year. That means I only have to lose two pounds a month. So two pounds a month sounds a lot easier than losing 24 pounds over the course of a year. But you've got to be resolute in trying to lose those two pounds and taking those small steps along the way. They're going to get you there. Whether it's you start with walking, you know, going, joining a gym, whatever. I mean, everyone else does. Uh, you know, that's why I think it's Anytime Fitness. Uh, you know, they make, they set their, uh, their, their gym up with the mindset that people are going to come out of the gate, join the gym, they're going to make all this money up front, and then it's going to, you know, over the course of the year, it's going to taper down. All right, so they have less wear and tear on their equipment because there's less usage. So they entice you by getting you in with these great uh, programs, knowing full well that no one's going to stick with it. But you, you can sort of be the one that says, you know what, I am going to stick with it because I'm going to set small intermediate goals along the way. Be patient. All right, don't give up. All right, so use that same example about the weight loss. You know, you want to lose two pounds a month. So say you're in your second month and you've only lost a total of two pounds. That's okay. May, yeah, you have a little bit of catching up to do, but don't give up because you're a little bit behind the pace. And the other thing to keep in mind is it takes 21 days to make a habit. So maybe your resolution is to write in a journal. 
which that was one of mine in 2017. And I did great for about six months, and then I stopped, and I picked it up again at the end of the year. But, you know, that was important to me because once I got past that 21-day mark, it became part of my morning routine. I'd get up, come to my office, I'd grab a cup of coffee, and I would write in my journal. And then before I knew it, I wasn't even thinking about doing it, and I was actually looking forward to doing it. All right, so give yourself time. Let the 21 days at least be your uh, guide. Talk about it. All right, if you have a close friend, you're on Facebook, whatever it is, let people know what you're trying to do. Yeah, of course you're going to set yourself up for potential, uh, you know, ribbing or, you know, disappointment and a constant reminder if you don't hit your resolution, people will be like, hey, that's great. I saw you're going to try to lose weight this year. How's that going? You know, as you're eating a hoagie. Uh, so be careful what you put out there because once it's out there, you have to expect people to come back to you. So I would really encourage you to make sure you're making progress first. And then you can include more people. But initially, include those people that are close to you, that you trust. Because those are the ones that are really going to help you get through the uh, initial phases when most people give up on the resolutions. Don't beat yourself up if you have a bad day, a bad week. All right, that happens. And everything we do in life, you're going to go through peaks and valleys. Why most people fail, and you go back to my talk earlier this week about never giving up, uh, is they just can't handle the valleys. So I think the goal in where I've tried to have the most success in my life is you know, to manage my peaks and valleys. Right? Never let your peaks get too high. And never let your valleys get too deep. If you can kind of maybe say that set of course, just kind of like a gentle wave that's just moving along, you're going to be way better off in the long run. And you have to know that you're going to have those challenging days. Don't let it discourage you. Stay the course to your resolution. Next, I want you to talk about is inspire yourself. Right? Yeah, it's great to have inspiration from their sources. Um, definitely, uh, I'm a big believer in motivational videos, uh, you know, meditation, things like that to help inspire you. But you ultimately have to find the inspiration from within. Why are you truly trying to lose weight? Why do you want to exercise more? Why do you want to climb a mountain? Why do you want to learn to, to ski? Whatever it is, why are you doing it? And then once you figure that out, that's going to help with your inspiration. Next, you want to identify and trust the process. You hear this all the time. It's such a catchphrase, trust the process. But you have to. And you know it's a process. And every process you go through, there's good parts of it and there's bad parts. All right? As I mentioned earlier, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. It's all part of it. And if you know that going into it and trust that by doing these things you're supposed to do every single day, you're going to get where you want to go, it's going to be such a great ride. All right? Last comment I want to make about resolutions, and I, again, I referenced this the other day, celebrate the wins. When you get to the end of that first month and you get those two pounds, give yourself a pat on the back. Way to go. Good job. I'm proud of you. And if you're working with someone, if you have a mentor or a friend or someone you've told this about, include them in the celebration. Let them know, hey, guess what? I did it. I got through my first month of my resolution, and I'm exactly where I want to be. I'm actually ahead of where I want to be. And celebrate it. Because I know you beat yourself up when there's a bad day, even though I'm telling you not to, but you got to celebrate the victories. So do me a favor. If you heard something today that was really beneficial for you, let me know. Uh, if you have a resolution that you want to put out there, uh, go out in that ledge, risk, and put it in the comments below and say, this is what I'm going to do this year. I'll be happy to hold you accountable and push you and challenge you. Um, but every, anything you're going to do is all about the quest becoming the best you. All right. And that's what we're all trying to do. So I encourage you. I celebrate you uh, on your journey. 
And I hope 2018 is a year to remember. Please make sure you stop by iTunes, download the Sully Says podcast for those long road trips, and also visit me on my YouTube channel. And you'd like to find out a way we can work together, you can reach me at rick at ricksully.com. Thanks, everyone, for your time. Please be safe this evening and have a wonderful 2018. Thanks so much for listening to the Sully Says Podcast. If we made a connection today, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me via my website, ricksully.com, or via email at rick at ricksully.com. I'm available for sales training, personal development coaching, and motivational speaking with a focus on how being a childhood bullying victim taught me to find my character, passion, and purpose. I hope to hear from you soon, and please make it a great day. Thank you.